Welcome to Creators Are Brands. I am your host, Tom Boyd. This is the show where we discover how storytellers are building brands online. And today we do just that with my friend, Gabriel Nussbaum. He is a creator who just hit 1 million followers in a couple of months on TikTok by educating his audience with short, entertaining videos on what they need to learn outside of the classroom. In this episode, we learn exactly how he hit 1 million followers on TikTok, why he pivoted his style on TikTok, and how it led to more engagement in his videos, how he thinks about his creative process from research to scripting to publishing, how he frames his hooks, how long his videos are, and his thinking on the TikTok algorithm. We talk about how he's building his TikTok account as a side hustle while maintaining a full-time job, how he met one of the biggest educational YouTubers at a barbecue and then collaborated with them, and how he thinks about sponsors on his channel, why the user interface for TikTok is the best user experience out, and three things he looks for in each video that he's creating. And listen, this episode is fantastic. I can't wait for you to listen to it. But first, a word from our sponsor. Something we talk about a lot on this podcast is monetizing your content as a storyteller. That's why I'm excited to tell you about our sponsor, Lumano. This is the platform that I use that makes working with brands and getting paid easier so I can focus my time doing what I enjoy the most, creating content and connecting with you. You've heard me talk a lot about how we need to stop looking at brands as one-off transactions, but rather seek to build a relationship with them. And the way you build a relationship is through effective communication. And Lumano has a collabs feature that simplifies the communication process with the brand you're working with. So when it comes to expectations, deliverables, and timings, timing, you can literally stay on the same page with the brand you're working with. Also, you can request and receive your payment from brand partners for no extra fees. So when you request your hard-earned bread through Lumano, an invoice is generated, sent right to your client's inbox, and they are able to pay you with the click of a button. So stop using PayPal to send invoices unless you're selling your used air conditioner to your neighbor and start treating your creator business like a professional and price what you deserve with Lumano.com. You just hit a million followers on TikTok and I would love to to use this conversation to go into your creative process what you've learned about this platform and then ask some selfish questions for myself about you know uh, maybe some techniques and tips that I could use that our listeners could also use themselves and then you know just talk about like what gets you excited about the content you're creating how you're developing relationships working with big youtubers and creators like ali abdal and, and talk about that process but uh man w- welcome to the show let's do it happy to be here thank you for having me it's an absolute pleasure i've been looking forward to this for quite a while yeah man I- i've been looking forward to it too and that's the beauty of of tiktok i mean we connected through tiktok right i think literally just from a comment on a video uh i don't know whose video it was on and i don't know who commented at first but literally from there just started chatting and now i'm obsessed with your content oh well thank you man that that means a lot i i appreciate (laughs) that now uh i i think that what you're doing is really really cool it's i feel like you're able to package this information in entertaining ways that makes you want to watch the entire video. So tell me, let's go to the beginning of this account. Let's go from zero to 10,000. At what point, how long ago were you going from zero to, to let's say 10,000? Uh, and yeah, and like, what, what did your account look like then? So not too different to how it looks today, which is a bit strange, but back in let's call it the end of march this year 2020 2021 oof 
almost missed a year of my life there. Um, mm. I was creating mainly content on YouTube. Um, also Got just it. looking to see what I could do, enjoying myself, learning a lot on the, of the process, keeping consistent. That's the magic word, isn't it? Um, yep. And just finding out kind of what I suited when it came to creating content because I hadn't quite figured it out. Um, and just as I'd started to learn my niche on YouTube, which was leaning a bit towards education, mainly focused, I suppose, in really basic finance. We're not talking crypto. We're talking how to open a bank account finance. Um, TikTok appeared. Um, I mean, it was obviously around for a while, but TikTok appeared on my radar and I thought, you know what? It's another platform. It looks quite interesting. Why not give it a go? Um, still fairly new, I suppose, back at the beginning of 2021, a year or two old. You're, you're, so you're, this is March when you started on TikTok? March, Mar- about four or five months ago, yeah. Oh, my March. goodness. Okay, okay, <laughs> cool, cool. I, um, yeah, so I made a video. In fact, I made about 10 to 15 videos in a certain style actually based off another creator who I'm sure you've heard of, um, Teja. I think that's yep. the name, Teja Shalur. I, can't, I don't know how to pronounce yep. it. That's, that's, yep. the, that's the name on TikTok. Um, and his form of making content actually really got me interested. And I thought to myself, that's such an interesting way of trying to express your ideas. Why not give it a go in that style? So I tried that out for a couple of weeks and I was enjoying myself. And then as I was obviously doing um, numerous hours of research on TikTok, let's call it research. That's what happens when you get stuck on the (laughs) TikTok algorithm. Uh, I saw this other style where people were using dialogue with themselves, which was like a back and forth conversation on a topic, Um, which obviously because of the fact I was drawn to it and I saw it as a very entertaining way to get your point across, I thought, that's another style. Why not give that a go? Because again, I'm at the beginning of my journey here. Um, I'm 10 videos into TikTok. I'm, I'm not stuck on any kind of style at that point in time. So I made quite literally one video on that topic, on a, on a topic that I've discussed many times, something financially related, mainly for people that live in the UK. Um, uploaded that. And about 24 hours later, my phone started buzzing. Um, and I was like, ah, I've got a couple of people, people are watching this video. Oh, a couple of thousand people are watching this video. Um, and it's, and it literally blew up from there. It, it was a bit of an overnight situation. I think that took me to about 10, 20,000 followers, that one video switching it up the style of content. How, how far in? Are we talking three weeks, three weeks? Yeah. Okay. So you started doing the, it's like the dialogue. I know it's the, it's the back and forth. I've experimented with it a little bit and Mm. I, I, and like, I, I'm curious, like, uh, so what, what, what do you think it, it is about that style of content that just like hooks people in and makes them, makes them, you know, cause it probably just produces a lot of, um, a strong watch time because like you have to close the loop you, you know the <laughs> the back and forth it's just like a natural dialogue you need to know uh, the answer <laughs> yeah yeah like what, what do you think it is about that style that seems to work i think the first thing is it's just generally entertaining to watch a conversation isn't it people always yeah. like to eavesdrop on other people and 
listen into a conversation that essentially isn't with you. So it's, it's as if you're eavesdropping on someone else's conversation. Um, so I suppose that's the first thing. I mean, you could potentially look at it from a psychological point of view and be like the camera switching every two or three seconds. And that I think is something quite vital on TikTok. These little angles, something changing in your, in your iframe being like, Ooh, that's, that's going to draw me in for another two seconds because it's changed frame and it's changing back and forth the whole time, keeping someone a bit more drawn in. Um, aside from that, I don't know, but it seems to be working. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. I, I like this topic um, because I've experimented with it. And sometimes it's less like it's not that hard to do, but it's like a little extra effort. And so sometimes when I'm feeling lazy, I'm just like I could just talk directly to the camera. But because um, it's so easy, I could just like do it. I could get it done and be over with. But like having to like switch the spots, do the back and forth. It's a little extra effort, but it seems to go a far way. So can you talk to me about. Um, your production process with how you you produce the shorts then um, so are you like how, like how are you coming up with the ideas uh, and then are you only doing that style have you ever experimented with anything else and kind of talk about the the creative process around it so for me when it comes to creating content I mean I've spoken to a couple of other creators and we all kind of agree on one point the least amount of friction that you can get involved when creating a piece of content, the better. The more steps there are involved in trying to create an actual video, the less inclined you're gonna be to want to make that video. So yeah. I had to make it as easy as possible for myself always. That's, that's step number one. So how it goes is I do research a couple of topics. A couple of them are things I've picked up on, reading the news, keeping up to date on current affairs. Um, things that I, uh, I've experienced in my own personal life at the ripe old age of 24, you know, life experience is hitting me hard and yep. fast. Yep. <laughs> um, so, so that's the video. Also, of course, you, you do scour the internet a lot for inspiration. You see what's working for other creators. Um, I'm of the, of the policy that if you see something that's working and you always credit the creator, that is absolutely fine when it comes to online content creation because it's not an original topic from them. Um, and as long as you're crediting and making sure that another creator knows what's going on, um, that is also um, another way of finding content because obviously that's what's working. And I've seen it done with my own content yep. as well. More than happy for people to take my content if it's working. Um, so that's another kind of way in terms of research, I suppose. Um, and then moving from that, the script has to be as short and to the point as possible we're talking read through it and if there's an, a syllable a word in there that doesn't doesn't need to be there that goes disappears it's out of the script yep um and then just recording um getting it done i think the only change to my setup that i do between the two characters is a change in t-shirt <laughs> that's the yep. one piece of thing i have to do and and that is the way that i minimize the effort in in my production yeah, so my question is, um, when you write the scripts, are you writing 10 scripts and then you're filming 10 videos? Or oh, are you writing a script? You're batching? <laughs> You've got a batch. If you don't batch, then this, this will creep up on you really hard. Um, yeah, I like to create somewhere in the region of 5 to 10 scripts at a time. So there'll be the 5 to 10 titles that I'm coming up with followed by a process where I'll spend time creating the five to 10 scripts on those videos, 
I will then go and film five to ten in one batch. Um, editing is kind of, is more of a one by one process. So as you edit, you can upload. But those first three steps are vital because you want to be kind of in a focused zone when you're working on one of those things. You don't want your brain going one 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 one. I've always said that it would take me about an hour, maybe a little bit longer, to make one video. Um, but if I was batching ten, I could do them in three hours. So that's the yep. kind of that's the the strength of batching and it's always what I would recommend to people looking to start creating. Okay. Um, now you're batching, you're putting these out. Um, you are, you got your, your whole process down. What are you noticing about, uh, the, um, the, let's talk specifics around, um, length of video, you know, delivery, the question, the hook, um, sending people to go follow you, like what you've sort of learned in the process. Because, you know, you were at 10,000 after in March, um, 10,000, 20,000. So you've had a big jump since then, and you've learned a lot. So let's talk about some of the specifics about the TikTok algorithm and platform that you've learned that you apply to your videos. So let's start with how, how long should videos be? It's it's a good question. I try to keep mine between 20 and 30 seconds. I think 20 seconds is the minimum that I need to get across a solid piece of information. And 30 seconds is when I'm going to start to lose people's attention. Yeah. So that's the sweet spot for me. Um, it does differ time to time, but I'm starting to realize that naturally my scripts are coming out that I'm writing. They're coming out in that in that bracket just because I'm writing so many. I think it's just subconscious now. <laughs> they yeah. come out to that exact length every single time. You get – well, dude, that's the thing that I notice. You know, once you – you know, I, I, my background is like is, – is the music industry. So I used to help friends write songs. And I used to write songs. And like um, you would get used to the cadence of like how long a hook would be, how long the, the, the verse would be, how long a bridge would be. And like all your ideas would – be filtered through that constraint because you would do it so often you would you know you would you would know the cadences and like that's what i'm starting to realize with tiktok like when i'm coming up with ideas like i understand like the the uh the base the the uh what's what's the word i'm going for here so like if you're driving in a car like the distance that i need to drive that car to get to the to the finish line right like you you can kind of know it without even thinking about it um, so that's one thing that I've noticed. The more you do that, like you can just hit those certain beats to get to that 20 to 30 second mark. Um, yeah. so that's the range that you're going in. And, uh, and now hook wise, what have you learned about like the opening question or like the opening statement? Like, what do you need to, to bring to the table in those first three seconds? Get to the point as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. That, and that is, it through, is, is it, yeah. Is it through a question? A question, a statement, a problem. Um, I've never kind of thought about it, but but it has to be what the rest of the video will be answering. So I've got two characters in mind always. You've got the the guy that answers the question and the guy that's got the problem. Nice and simple. And if either of them are going to start it, either the guy that has the problem goes, hi, this is my problem. (laughs) Or the guy that's got the question trying to answer it says, Hey, guy that doesn't might not know about this. Did you know X, Y, Z? And the other guy will go, no, teach me more. Um, and that's it. That's that's the start. Dude, it's for some reason, 
like whenever I see that type of video, for some reason you have to watch it through. Like even if it's not a subject that I really care about, it's just like yeah, there's something natural about it. Uh, you know who does it really? There's a guy named Jamie Brindle, who does he he does it in the freelance space. So he he teaches people how to like be f- independent contractors to be freelancers, and his back and forth is like from a client to like the freelancer. So it's mm-hmm. sort of like or or it's from a professional client to no a professional freelancer versus someone that's just starting out, and it's like it's kind of like a mentoring session, like for like t- ten to twenty seconds, and it's always bangers. Um, so I'm thinking here here's a question. So you've seen my content. You've I seen have. my content. I've experimented with that format, and I enjoy it. Like I think that I could do that a good job. Do you do you suggest that I, because um, I do the the two I do a couple I do like the creator highlights where I highlight a creator that is like doing something in a certain way, uh, building the audience in a certain way, and then I do a couple of the conversation pieces. Can they both coexist, or should I go all in on one of those? I I would say that when it comes to TikTok, t- content moves so quickly that if you're enjoying both forms of creating, then stick to creating both forms. If that's what you like, I'm now okay. looking to the point where I'm looking to evolve, potentially even away from that conversation style. Got it. And experiment with some various other styles as well. So now that you've built me, the audience. Yeah, you can always see which of your videos maybe respond better um, based on the style of video you're putting out. It would be interesting maybe to experiment where you put out the same video in both styles and see how that works on a, on your platform. Um, interesting. You know what I should do? I should do three styles. I should do one into the cell phone, like cell phone. I should do one talking directly to the camera and one conversation, and then not e- and not and th- and then do a recap video of them. So it's basically four videos, <laughs> four videos with one script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's the way to go about it for sure. I mean, listen, the, the back and forth clearly works. It's a proven technique on TikTok. Um, you're seeing numerous industries now pop up with it. I'm seeing people in the travel industry. Um, just that that's the next one that started to to blow up quite fast on my for you page maybe that's just the algorithm telling me i need to get away you gotta Uh, travel a little bit (laughs) i'm very much looking forward to traveling very soon but yeah it's it's a style that is proven um but i am still of the belief that there's many styles that have not been trialed yet on tiktok that totally will do very well um and content always comes first so if it's good content the style is just the decoration on top. That's a that's a great analogy. Now now you 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 started in March and you hit you're at one point one million and, and 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 more right now. I think it's one point one or I, I don't know. But that is that's a wild jump. It's hard to do that on on social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Um so talk to me about um some of the things that you learn from going to 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 uh, 10 to 20,000 to 1.1 when it comes to like just being on TikTok like is this platform legit like are there brand deals or like what are the relationships like like let, let, let's make a let's make a case for TikTok right now wow TikTok I think makes a case for itself you can see the results coming out how fast it's growing the number of creators on the platform the money that's starting to be spoken about in relation to creators on TikTok um 
the ride has been wild. It's been very quick. It's it's something that I don't think I have quite caught up with yet myself. Um, yep. I'm still figuring it out a lot along the way. Um, couple of lessons, definitely in terms of content. Release everything. Don't worry if it's a good or a bad piece of content because you do mm. not know which one is going to hit the algorithm. I don't think TikTok know which one is going to hit the algorithm, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest with you. I have made some brilliant videos that have plummeted and I've made some awful yep. videos that have millions of views. <laughs> Dude, same, same. My best ones, like, and there's times where I'm like, I, I, I like this video so much, it's probably not going to blow up. Like, I, you know, it's like, you know, I, I spent too much time on this one. Um, yeah, it's, sometimes, it's the silliest ones that, that ended up popping off. A hundred percent. So, I mean, I feel like maybe on some other platforms, people have started to figure out the algorithm a little bit better than TikTok. TikTok is still yep, of course. changing its algorithm all the time. I think TikTok admit them that themselves. They like to twing, like, tweak things here and there so yep. i've got videos that i'm sure if i released them three months ago they wouldn't do well but if i release them today they will do very well yeah um so there should be no hesitancy to what you're creating just make sure that you are consistently putting out content in a style and answering i suppose if you want to be in the education sector sticking to that niche and answering that niche um i made a point of that i stuck to finance until i grew to a size where i was comfortable to explore other avenues um, and also running out of content ideas that I had to explore that haven't yeah. Um So the niche one is still, um, as it does apply to most other social media platforms, it does apply to TikTok as well. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. So now, now the the platform is jump. What what was the next jump um, from ten to 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 twenty? Was it pretty steady up to one point one, or was there a couple jumps within there? It went to. 100k very quickly i think even my third video was the first my third video in this new style the talking back and forth was the first of my videos to hit a million views um and i would say about a week or two later i was on a hundred thousand followers so that was a wild what? ride yeah the that is a really short time now, are, span so did you have a couple pop off in that time span the, the like number one and number three, that they they took me to a hundred thousand followers just those two videos alone. Yeah, wow, <laughs> which is dude, crazy to think. Dude, about. that's that that's 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 amazing. Now you're creating these videos. When you kind of set on this this content creating journey, did you have a goal in mind? Was like like you know in uh, yeah, what was your goal when you kind of started creating these these videos for TikTok? It's it's a good question because I never put any numbers to it. I never put any pressure on myself. When I started YouTube, which was um, about a year ago to the day, actually, um, my kind of goals and idea behind it was, can I spend the next two years of my life putting out one YouTube video a week? Um, that was for me a really nice stable. I feel like very Ali Abdal-esque. <laughs> yep. But don't set the numbers, set the process as your goal. Yep. Um, which, which is true to some extent. There's no reason why you can't have numbers as a goal as well, because it's always nice to, and it's, and it's very yeah. in our human nature to try and aim for the stars. So I don't, I'm exactly. not against that, but if you can set a process as a goal and stick to it week in, week out, and basically reach your goal every single week 
because the, if the goal is something that's happening not in two years from now, but it's happening this week and then again next week and then again the next week, it does feel good. So that two year mark was kind of my overarching number. It was just do this for two years and Stay let's see consistent. what happens. Let's, let's yeah. have some fun. Um, and when I moved to TikTok, the goal didn't change. It was, let's see if I can create on both platforms. Um, I could not. <laughs> I very quickly switched to TikTok on its own. Yep. Uh, just not because I don't want to create on the other platforms. I would say number one is TikTok makes it so easy to create content. It's like drawing you in. It's like, hey, just make a quick 20 second video for me. And I'm I, like, absolutely. Dude, yo, it. I'm telling you, man, I, I didn't. I thought the platform was silly uh, up until last year, probably no, like the beginning of this year. And then I started putting some on the, I made the, I, I made my videos initially for YouTube shorts. Cause I was like, YouTube is an established platform. It's more, uh, there's more status that comes with YouTube. Like that's what I was thinking. And then I, uh, and it, it, it might still be true to a degree, but like it's starting to, you know, TikTok is catching up in the race. And then I started to take those videos and put them on Instagram. I was like, you know, I'm, I have them, might as well put them on Instagram. And then I was like, you know what? I'll throw them on TikTok. And like, it was totally an afterthought and they started just doing well and then like you're right the platform is just like hey we're giving you attention <laughs> come over here <laughs> and then like it you know it's it's it, it's hard not to especially when you know you're making you, you can see the impact of the videos that you're making people are saying hey i love this this is inspiring me this is you know helping me think about things differently and that's a big deal for me um so yeah so you have this process what is your process goal once you move to tiktok like what if like do you try to do a certain number of videos a week, a certain number of videos a day? What, is that, what does that kind of look like? For me right now, um, TikTok and social media content creation is, is job number two. There is still a day job going on at the moment. Um, so I do, work, I, do work, I do work a nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, 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 a, it's a cool graduate job that I got out of university and it's one that I want to stick. It's like a scheme that you do as a graduate. Um, okay. so I've, I've always said to myself, I'm going to see that through no matter what, um, <laughs> okay. you're like, you're like, so, are you sure? <laughs> so you got a full-time job right now. I've got a full-time job, um, which I enjoy very much. So, and then this has been on the side. Um, so if I wasn't doing this full-time job, we'd be looking at multiple pieces of content a day, probably, um, because I do have the full-time job. We're looking at a, an aim of four to five pieces of content a week. That, that's that's the objective and, and has that been the sort of number since the beginning as this thing's been been scaling the way that it has at the beginning more... i was going fast paced i was going every day especially every when day. the numbers start to pick up i'm like how can Multiple i not i was day, hooked or just one a day never more than one a day uh i didn't have okay. it in me yeah so that that's what i'm thinking because i'm really trying to figure out like I'm I'm going I'm going for the million. Like let's go. Like I, I want to go for it, and I'm trying to figure out because um, I I've experimented with so many different angles of like just uh, you know sometimes I do videos where I'm just off the top. Sometimes I do super produced videos, and like I I like it, and like you know people are saying, hey, you you want to be posting four or five four or five times a day, but I feel like with your strategy, I like it because 
you're you're picking a single topic that you can provide like a strong piece of content on and you're like you're just doing that one really well and instead of trying to do five a day because i feel like trying to do five a day that that would uh it would it would degrade the the quality of of the content you would be reaching on numerous videos wouldn't you to try and find a topic imagine that i'm creating 10 every two weeks you're trying to create 10 every two days that yeah I don't think I could even come up with like the turnover of videos without just <laughs> yeah. burning out after a week. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing too. Does it take the fun out of it too? And like part of it is like you said, like one of your goals was like just have fun with it. And I think I want to highlight that. That's so important. Like it is a fun platform. Like that's the point of it. Uh to it to it uh and and I and I love that you've developed a process where you can have fun and you've created this 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 wonderful audience at the same time um okay so you hit 1.1 okay you had the day job now okay brand deals at what point did brand deals come in and did you start think or did you start thinking about monetizing the audience i didn't think that i was in a rush to monetize until some of the brand deals came through um, and there were companies that I was actually interested in. I was like, hey, these are actually relevant, legit companies talking to me. We're not talking about some <laughs> random guy starting up his like, his own business being like, hello. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you 60 bucks to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, I think one of the... I would say one of the biggest issues with TikTok right now is that a lot of creators are being really poorly... Um, used by brands. Brands know the value of these views, whereas these creators are popping up from left, right, and center, and they don't know the value of their own audience. So they are grossly undercharging themselves um, to the value of what they're putting out. And I think that I was in that bracket at the beginning. I was fortunate enough that I had a bit of a network around me. So I don't know if you know Ali Abdal's part-time YouTuber Academy. Now, I was not part of that. But I have somehow, don't know how, but managed to kind of become part of that community, the first one, where I was speaking to a couple of them, reaching out through Twitter, um, spoke to a few of them, um, and kind of joined like the bigger, wider group where there are meetups and sessions. So I was able to always discuss what was going on with them and get their advice on, should I rush into Brandil? Should I not? I even reached out to some creators that I watched on YouTube as well, including Ali Abdel, um, another one called Phil Reed, um, who was kind of a, a small, small YouTuber here in the UK. I say small, he's got like 20,000 subscribers. That's not small. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, and no. he, he was really, um, nice to just pick up the phone with me. Most people are just nice. They will just pick up the phone with you. And he was like, don't rush it. <laughs> just build your audience first, focus on that. And the bigger brands will start coming. So you don't have to ever rush into a deal. Just, you think it's going to be your last one. Um, so I did start to do some brand deals, uh, not rushing in, but like picking the ones that, that the companies that were coming into my inbox that I felt were relevant. Um, there were numerous companies reaching out to me, which was a wild prospect for me because something that I hadn't expected to happen for a very long time. And, 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 and I, at, at what point, at what point, how many followers were, were at, did these start kind of rolling in? Probably at around a hundred thousand followers. That mm-hmm. was when the brand deal started to come in. Um, quite consistently uh so there was always another one in the inbox that i was looking to communicate with about when are you next available 
Um, I was undercharging. I was giving away a video for like a hundred dollars at the time. Ooh, ooh they're yeah. making a come up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I've learned from my mistakes. Listen, oh, at the yeah, end of the yeah, day, you gotta go through it. You gotta go through it. Everyone does until until yeah. you start to speak to other creators and they're like, "Oh, I charge this," and I'm like, "But you're on less followers than me. How can yeah, you yeah. charge that?" <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Um, so yeah, there was there was definitely that period where I did a couple of sponsored and brands. I didn't want to dilute my page with brand deals. I wanted to make sure that there was enough other value, some like raw content that I was still putting out between every piece of con, uh, every like brand deal. Um, I kind of made a policy at the beginning that I wouldn't do more than one every 10 pieces of content. Mm. Um, I like that. <laughs> I came up with that in the wildest way. A, it kind of felt right as a number. And B, um, when you look at YouTube, people have on YouTube a sponsored video, every single video, but you don't realize because it's it's a small section of a video. And I was looking at a bunch of videos trying to figure out roughly kind of the ratio that they were going by. And it seemed for every like 10 minute video, they would put in a one minute sponsor into those. So I was like, one in 10. Hey ho, should be 10. the same for TikTok. I um, like that rule. Yeah, it felt right, to be honest. It felt like I was still giving my audience value and then still yeah. being paid for it, the value that I thought I could receive. Yeah. And then, so have you, is that still a rule that you stick by? Every one video is you incorporate a, a brand deal of some sort? I try to. Um, at the moment, um, they've been a bit faster than that, just because. Uh, you can't I think turn just them down, I, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, more more like I didn't plan my calendar Big out bags. quite right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it. I wish it was that. No, don't, listen. don't make it rain on this interview now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, I wish. Um, yeah, no, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. So they're they're emailing you. Are they finding your email? Is it just link in bio? So um, at the beginning, it was link in bio, my video uh, through Instagram. You know, that's all linked yeah. to the profile. Um, I have actually now started working with an agency. Um, that's they're been, like re they're repping you. They they are managing that side of things for me because at the end of the day, it just took a headache off my plate. The communication, the negotiation, knowing what rates I should be charging, trying to reach out to brands at the same time. Um, it felt like I was at the right point where I'd be happy to give a, a percentage of the proceeds away in kind of return for having that headache taken very much away from my plate and allow me to focus awesome. fully on the content. And the other thing that they do is they, they know the world so well, so they're going to make up for that, you know, percentage that they're taking out. So let's say it's five, 10, 20, whatever their percentage is, you know, in a, in a scenario where you might have charged $3,000, they'll get $4,000 out of it. So they're paying, they're potentially paying already just in the way they're able to negotiate, find these deals, take the headache exactly. off. Of you. Like it, it definitely pays for itself. It's a win-win scenario, did, especially. Did, it, yeah. Go go ahead. Ahead. Sorry. You were going to ask a question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did <laughs> they reach out to you or did you, did you search them out? They reached out to me. Um, it was it's a it's a small agency, and it's actually one run by a guy I went to school with. Um, so we knew each other a little bit back in the day. So trust there, yeah. He's set up an agency that's been doing quite well um, recently, and he invited me. He's like, "Listen, do you want to try it out? See what it's like working together. No pressure. If you don't like it, we'll go our separate ways." 
Um, but if it's working for both of us, then then we can we can look to make it a formal kind of uh, collaboration. And I was like, you know what? Nothing to lose. May as well go for it. And it, it's just it's just made life a lot easier for me. And so it's worth what it's worth. And in, in my opinion, I'm happy with it. So so you've been talking to uh, you, you have um, a network of of uh, YouTube creators that you can you can source upon like you know friends and networks there, and mm-hmm. then you're blowing up on TikTok. I'm curious how are brand deals measuring up compared to on TikTok compared to the brand deals that people are getting on YouTube. Um, I wouldn't say my knowledge is too great on YouTube. I think okay. that the one with YouTube is. I feel like brands look for longer term partnerships. So they're not okay. just going to pop in for a video. They're going to be like, can we partner up for, for the next Three six months, months of videos? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to bring that to TikTok now. So I'm like, I don't just want to partner up with a brand now for a one-off collaboration because then over the next year, I'll have partnered with 35 brands. Um, I want to talk to brands and be like, listen, we can always try one out, but if it works then let's look at creating a video together every month for the next six months. Because I see, yep. I see TikTok as just a, I'm learning all of my lessons through YouTube education. My, my background's in YouTube. That was the platform that I studied. That was the platform I wanted to go into. That was the platform I read about. That was the platform I listened to creators talk about in terms of how they built their YouTube journeys. So a lot of my knowledge is, is, is kind of being transferred to TikTok and I don't see why it shouldn't be treated the same way. The same way, and I believe, in my opinion, this is my opinion, um, people on TikTok, they have, like, uh, people are being trained how to buy things through TikTok, uh, through link and bio to, like, people, I feel like people are converting better. I don't know, as a user, like, if I see an ad and I, I'm watching YouTube on my phone, then like I have to like go into the description. I have to like do all of like it's just like messy. But I feel like if like if you said something about some cool brand and I know like in, in, instinctively, oh, it's got to be in his bio. Like this, it's I just move my thumb and I'm right there. I don't know. I feel like it's just getting to a point where brands are going to s- continue to see the upside of putting money into these creators and the deals will become more competitive. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Like, I'm kind of just jamming out on it. But I think that... I like that. I, think that, I like that. Yeah. I, th- I think you're onto something. The, the user interface of TikTok is by far the best social media app that I've ever experienced. A, in terms of how long it keeps you on the app. B, in terms of how easy it is to pick up followers. Because it's, again, it's not moving the mouse to the subscribe button and clicking. Your thumb's right there next to the follower sign anyway when you're scrolling, isn't it? Um, hit it by, I follow people by accident. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Yeah. I'm like, who's user 1003469 that I'm now yeah, following? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's this? Guy DMing me? Get out of here, man. <laughs> so it's so easy. And like you said, just to swipe across to hit someone's page just to, ha- to find that link in bio. So the user interface, I don't know who came up with it, but bravo it's... to you because you have done a very good job. And you can tell yeah. that because every other app is trying to copy you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they all are. Yeah, it's a big competition for a short form video. Oh, that's the other thing I want to mention. Like, um, I think so. If I commit to like a like a ten minute long video and there's an ad for a minute 
in the middle of the video, like that's a big chunk of time. But mm -hmm. like if I know the ad's gonna be like, you know, twenty two seconds on a TikToker's page, like I'm like, oh, like it's not going to waste that much time to just, just like watch this little moment here. I'll just swipe it and go to the next one right after. You know, it's like it's not that much of an investment that you're asking your, your following to do. I actually just did a uh, – uh, I'm working with a brand. Um, uh, it wasn't a brand deal but a company called AppSumo, mm -hmm. and they, they're a platform that, uh, that creators and entrepreneurs, they can um, – it's like a marketplace for their tools and their, and their, their digital products. And I'm working with them, but not as like a brand deal. It's more of like a like more of a, a consulting opportunity with them. And uh, so I was like, you know what? This would be fun to test a brand deal conversion. Like, just you know, they're not asking me to do it, but I want to get a feel for it. So when I do actually do brand deals, like I I, I practice. I like you know, I shot the hoop a little bit. Um, and dude, it's got like, it, I mean. It, Mind you, I have 35,000 followers. I thought this thing was going to flop because I was, like, clearly promoting something. Uh, but it got – it's, like, at 6,000 views and 300 people clicked the link. Wow. That's a that, huge number, right? Like That's, that's like, an amazing conversion rate. Right? <laughs> Uh, right, like, like, uh, I, I put, it, I put it on my on my Instagram stories too, uh, which only has four thousand. But like, so total, the link tracking is three is three hundred, and mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, wait, like, I would not get that on YouTube. I think if I even if I got six thousand views on that, uh, so that started to show me the power of this platform. See, I didn't think that 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 result would exist. I've always been of the kind of ideology that obviously. The brand deal is easier to watch on TikTok and it's easier to, to, to get your message across rather than obviously, like you said, a minute. But the communities are much stronger on YouTube. So Facts. they yeah. will be more inclined to go and listen to what you're saying and go ahead and click that link, find that description. Um, yeah. But you're you, you're showing me otherwise, unless you've got a very strong community out there. So there you go. <laughs> no, no. Well, well, you know what I think it is. I think um, I guess it depends on the product. So I think like companies like Musicbed and Moment, they do a good job of like showing up often. Uh, Musicbed and Moment, they're more like the filmmaker world, where like Musicbed offers music solutions, and Moment is like a marketplace to buy like gadgets for your for filmmaking, mm -hmm. and. Um, they do a good job of yeah, doing like more of the long-term deals. So I know that if someone casually talks about something, it, yeah, if, if you're an, someone that has been following someone, you, like you know that that link's going to be in that description. So yeah, there's definitely – like what I'm saying is they're both great. They're both fantastic solutions. I guess depending on the product, the conversion, the thing that you're asking, one might be better than the other mm -hmm. uh, in, in certain instances. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I love, I don't know. I, I like to dork out about this stuff because, uh, that's the, that's the point of it all. Like we're all trying to help each other out. Like we don't want to work with brands that we don't like either. And we don't want to, cause we don't want to bring that to our audience. I, I, I heard, uh, Tim Ferriss. Do you know Tim Ferriss, the podcaster? I know Tim Ferriss, uh, the author. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has a, he has a, he, uh, okay. he has a podcast. <laughs> same guy, too. same guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, wait, were you being sarcastic? No, no, I know that he's Do got a not... podcast, but I've only ever no, I I don't listen uh, to his uh, podcast. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read, I've I guess I book. guess he, I guess he would like to be called probably an author first. And I thought you were making fun of me, like no, author is more prestigious than podcaster. <laughs> um, but but supposedly, so th he's well off. Um, like he's an investor in like 
uh, uh, Uber, like uh, Twitter, like uh, maybe not Twitter, but like a bunch of big companies that Mm -hmm. were unicorns. And he has enough money that he doesn't need to do sponsors. So he stopped doing them on his podcast. Then his fans were like, yo, we liked when you did sponsors because he was so good at vetting them. He was so good at bringing them new, cool products, new brands to their world that they demanded him. Like they, like, like people were mad wow. that he wasn't doing sponsorships. And I was like, that is a that that is a cool space to aspire to. Like that, when you do a, a brand deal, that your fans know that we vetted it. We vetted it. It's something that they actually use and believe in. So they almost like they're like, yeah, it's just like the same way. A friend would say, "Hey, you got to try this new soda." It like because I genuinely think you should. Your taste buds would dance, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> like I think I think that's the outlook that we had to have as creators as we're promoting stuff, or you know, or at least try to get to that point. I mean, every now and then, if someone offers a lot of money, you know, and and <laughs> you know, and it and the and it helps the ultimate goal. So like, so say someone gives you ten thousand dollars to do something that you don't love. But you can reinvest that into making better content, um, hiring a team, creating more of that high quality content that you want to create. Then you know there might be a trade off there worth worth taking. Yeah, that's just a rant. I'm not even asking questions at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I, I, li- I like I like the rant and I like the discussion point. I mean, it's very interesting because at the end of the day, if a creator is creating content, they're putting hours, they're putting time, it's effort into that, and especially when it comes to TikTok, one of the main revenue sources for that and the ways to get paid is through brand deals. Um, yep. So I am I am all for brand deals on your, on your platform. I also think that when it comes to TikTok, it's the quickest moving platform. So let's say you put out a brand deal. Um, your audience are never going to be so upset because by two days or three days from now, you'll have two other pieces of content out for them already. Um, or maybe 10, depending on who you are. <laughs> depending on if you're not me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So again, in, in eight, nine days, when the next piece of brand deal comes out again, just because of the way the platform works and the fact that that video is going to be in their face for 20 seconds and then not again for another two weeks, um, it, I, am, I am all for creators taking advantage of the fact that they should get essentially paid for, for what they deserve, for the effort and the work they're putting in. And I that's, that's the biggest form of payment at the moment um, on TikTok. The creator fund on TikTok isn't so great. So yep. now, now, do you do any other uh, digital products or consulting or anything like that that, that, uh, that you're monetizing your platinum through? I do not at the moment. But the plan is if slash when I do eventually dive into this full time or I'm able to put in more time into this. Um, there are multiple streams and directions that I want to take this project on. Um, whether that's either just creating on other platforms like YouTube and Instagram and, and trying a lot more on those platforms, or like you said, creating digital products, courses, um, Skillshare classes, consulting, one-on-one coaching. There's so many things I want to do, but at the moment I'm, I'm focusing my trade on, on the one thing that I want to keep doing. Yep, and, and are you you're editing your videos, right? I am at the moment. Uh, okay, and so you're a one-stop shop. You create everything, start to finish. 
Yeah, everything you see is me at the moment. But I know that's, that that's, <laughs> efficiency right. wise, efficiency wise, it's it's not it's not the best plan. And and obviously, as I do start to bring in an income from this, the plan is to make my job as easy as possible. Um, a lot of inspiration does come from Ali Abdel. That's why I collabed with him, and that's why it was like kind of a big deal for me because he's the guy I've been watching for three, four years now. So, bro, that's a huge deal for anyone. Yeah, it was it was an awesome moment. Tell I me mean, about that. That that has yeah. I'm trying to think where to start. So I met him before he was big on YouTube at a barbecue, and I don't know if he remembers me, but I remember him. <laughs> and we, we there was only about ten I'm, people. Yo, there. I'm making that I'm making that the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I met Ali Abdallah how Gabriel, at How Gabriel met? <laughs> oh yeah, Gabriel. How he? I don't know. Something about meeting Ali Abdal at a barbecue. <laughs> uh, it was a good barbecue so, as well. <laughs> yeah, was he? Was he like grilling? Was he like? Was he like flipping? kebabs or something or (laughs) he was he was a guest and he brought up youtube at the time and i've i'm i've been obsessed with youtube my whole life um i've shifted from like watching gaming as a kid to growing up and now watching these productivity ali abdal matt davila yes theory you know the the big Mm -hmm. boys on the platform um so so when he started to tell me he goes ah i've got like three thousand subscribers um you should subscribe to me like i'm doing this i was like oh that's so cool i wish i could do the same thing um but i'm a full-time degree so i I'm, i don't have any time to create but i'll definitely subscribe to you and i did subscribe and his videos were brilliant and i kept on watching and watching and watching and then three or four years down the line um i wanted to create kind of a youtube channel so i reached out to him by email um being like hi do you remember that barbecue <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I do actually. Um, <laughs> let's have a phone call. So he, gave, he actually spent some time, picked up the phone. This was about a year ago, just over a year ago. So he was already big. He was just shy, of probably over a million followers, subscribers at that time. Um, picked up the phone and he, and he had a half an hour call talking to me about the ins and out, pros, cons, stuff like that. Um, and that was that. And then about three or two months ago, I thought to myself again, you know what? I've grown on the platform now. It's been some time. I'm, I speak to a lot of people in his community. So some of the people in that community are also some of his editors um, and some of the people that do his short form content for him as well. So I reached out again to him by email being like, hi, I've had this amazing success. I don't know if you remember, we had a chat a year ago. I'd love to collaborate because I can see you're trying to build a, uh, a platform also on TikTok. And in less than a week, he was back to me. Yeah, let's put some time in the diary. He, I was CC'd in by his like project manager, his short form director. Um, and within a couple of weeks, he was like, yeah, let's, let's produce five pieces of content together. And I was like, uh, uh, okay. He's like, yeah, just send me the scripts and I'll get them filmed and sent back to you. And I was like, that moves That's quickly. That's all? That, that was it. Yeah. And now, now did you, you wrote the whole scripts? I wrote the scripts, yeah. Based and, off and my did, knowledge of Ali Abdal over the past three years of watching him. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's so wild. So he is a short-form content director. I, I mean, I think it's like his social media manager. So the guy okay, that okay. uploads like his the, LinkedIn, the his, his Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Smart, yeah. But it does all his so short-form So was there any stuff. pushback on the creative? Did he, did he want to change anything? The... 
he, I mean, the social media manager was just like, I just want to tweak one or two lines to make it more Ali Abdal-esque, yep. his lines. Yeah. And I was like, do what you want with them, mate. You're Ali Abdal. You, you yeah, go, yeah. Say go whatever to school. You want. Yeah, don't even answer the questions. Um, yeah. And yeah, he did it. I got like a nice 10 minute recording of him going through every single piece of script that I asked him for. It's quite entertaining to watch some behind the scenes Ali Abdal footage. Edited Yo. them, uploaded them, yep. sent them back to them. They uploaded them to their TikTok page, and voila. So, so yeah, how did that work out? Was uh, it, was it just you both used use them as content and then tagged each other? Was there any like ask or request with that? No, there was. There was. They go to me. Can we both upload the same video? And I went to them. Eh, it's TikTok. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But they wanted to use it. That's a compliment. They're, they're saying they love the content. It was it was cool. I mean, I think the one piece of advice to him is obviously he speaks very well, but but I think he's like I've mastered the fact that you need to cut out the ifs, the buts, the so's in your sentences. Whereas when he was answering a question, he was answering it YouTube style on the video. Um, so if he was to push on tiktok he'd want to push down his 20 words to 10 words um okay. that's just some constructive feedback to ali abdel who who definitely is looking for my feedback well no no you make a good point though um i i i believe in um the the idea of if especially if you're just starting out you need to learn the ins and outs of one particular platform and go all in because every single one has a different different rules for like how people engage, what people want to engage with, how stuff gets shared. So let's go into that a little bit. You've seen enough of my content. Um, what what uh, what little do you have any little tips for me on my delivery? How like because I because here's what I believe. I believe like my messaging is there, the production is there, my on camera presence is there. But like I do think that there, I might be missing a little bit when it comes to like uh, making sure it hits that algorithm and 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 it, it people want to share it. So like, tell me where I can cut the fluff. This is like some live consulting, isn't it? Oh, um, uh, dude, dude, listen. You know, you, listen. If you want to charge me after, let me know. <laughs> we'll talk. I'll send you an email with my rates. Uh, uh, yeah. Give me. <laughs> Give me, uh, give me the uh, the freebie version, and then uh, I'll I'll let you know we upgrade afterwards. You'll have to you'll have to listen to a short ad from a sponsor before I can answer the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I uh, might have to sponsor this show to be able to pay for this podcast. <laughs> um, listen, without just complimenting you too much because I'm I'm on your podcast. Um, I love your content. I think that the number one thing that you do that I have no idea how you do it is the rhythm in how you talk. I mean, that must come from years of practice and, and skill. I was chatting, who was it? Noah was on your podcast, I remember. Um, so I sent him a text recently and we were both just like, that guy, how does he speak like he speaks? I don't understand the way he's talking <laughs> as if it's a song, but he's just talking at the same time. So I think that... Oh, that is an awesome side of it. I know that this isn't one you want to hear because you want to hear like constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, um, listen, I want to hear that too. Don't worry, don't you worry. <laughs> I'm gonna um, clip that and play, I'm gonna send it to all my friends. <laughs> do it, honestly. Be my guest. So that is that is some good stuff. I wish I can, teach can, me that. So I'll, I'll tell you how I learned that. I'm a middle child between two brothers that got more attention than me. So I had to figure out how to get my. <laughs> 
I figure out I had to figure out how to get my messaging in quickly and and have people respond to it. You've been and then, built uh, for the TikTok so that, platform. Yeah, I'm built for the I'm built for it, man. Um, um, but no, yeah. I, I do appreciate that. I will I will interject. One way that I do get better at that though is I um I record my scripts. At least at the beginning, I would do this to get down my pacing. I would record my scripts into my voice notes, and then I would go for a walk and listen to them back. Okay. So I'd internalize them and like kind of like hear the beats and hear the syllables. And then I, I used the analogy of driving a car earlier. So if you're driving a car and you're driving three people in a car um, – and you know the landscape really well, and you want to show them the scenery. You want to show them the town. You want to show them, like, you know, the, the, the landmarks, right? Sometimes you're going to speed up. Sometimes you're going to slow down, you know, because sometimes you don't, you know, you, oh, it's not that cool here. Let's speed up. And it's just like you're taking your audience on this ride every single time that, uh, th- that you're making one of these shorts. And, you know, you have 24 seconds to do it. So that's the way I see it. So... Uh, I try to hit those beats as if I'm stopping and saying, hey, look at these trees here, but mm, zip, let's go over here next, <laughs> you know? And it's kind of just cool. taking your audience on a ride for each video. I like that. Maybe I'll go for a walk this week with some of my scripts in my ears and, yeah. and I'll well, see what I can do. Well, no, I, and it's funny because I admire how you, like I'm studying how you and Noah are delivering it, where it's just the, it's just the exact information that you need for each for each beat of it and there's, there's like an absolute rhythm like whenever i watch yours i'm like oh yeah like it cuts right before it's too long and for me sometimes i watch mine back and i'm like oh like i see why that didn't blow because i, I, I could have cut it there like that's an extra filler word and you guys are really good at trimming it down to the absolute like the only information that you need yeah for sure i mean there's there's kind of big picture there's three things that i look for in a video if it's gonna do well it has to be precise and to the point. I think that's that's now known for TikTok. So yep. nothing fluffy around the outside. It's pure, pure content. Um, number two, um, if there's a takeaway in there for the audience, something that they would like to be like, oh, I should probably save that video. Or I should mm. share that with a friend. Um, the takeaway adds another dimension to it in terms of how successful the video will be. And then the kind of cherry on top is, is it relevant? Is it going on right now? So mm. when I, I'll tell you one video, I hit the nail on the head, which I didn't realize this until I kind of looked back on it retrospectively. But my video about what to do in a heat wave, surprise, surprise, there was a heat wave in the UK at the time. And surprise, surprise, people wanted to know what to do to cool down that didn't involve sticking on a fan or sticking on the AC because they didn't have a fan or have AC. Yep. So, and then obviously the video was short to the point. I make that a, a, a point in all my videos. And that one hit the kind of trio in terms of the magic recipe for a video doing well. And it's my most watched video. Precise and to the point. One, you said one clear message. What was Precise the to one? the point. Key takeaway. Key take, so yeah, a key, something a key tangible that the, that the person watching it can actually go and do or say yep. or think about and relevant at the time. It, 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 does this matter to me now? Dude, I watched that video too. It's great. I, like, I, yo, I'm telling you. I, I, like, 
it it was really well done. I I I, I like I was like oh yeah like how like the, like the ice cubes, <laughs> the ice cubes. I've got Yo, that I was cracking up. Yeah yeah dude, I love uh, it. It was gold. And then you know, you know what you're also good at too is the call to action at the end of the video. Oh, that's you're good key. at that. I I I for some reason I I like I like I I overlooked that I think I I don't put I I like. I throw a text on the screen, follow me for more. But, like, I feel like I need to say it at the camera. I, it's the cringiest part of every video. It's the part I hate doing, and it's the part <laughs> my friends rip me for the most. <laughs> but, 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 there's a but, right? <laughs> but it's why I have 1.1 million followers. And I, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby! <laughs> <laughs> so they, they can rip me all they want. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, at the end yeah, of the yeah. day... And yeah, they're like, you... they're like, just follow Gabriel Nussbaum. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, that's funny. That's funny. That's, that's how that, I see it. I love it. that though. I hate I it, but that. I love it. It's a hate love relationship yeah. with that line at the end. Yeah. I know how important it is. So it's going in the video. Okay. So I'm going to add that too. So that's like the one thing. Find a line. Get... Yeah. I think it, it... Noah's is brilliant. It's, it's follow Noah for things you don't learn in school. Like he's got his strap line now. Mine's Dude, like does. simple. Just follow. I just follow Gabriel. Like I just follow Gabriel. That's it. Sometimes it was Gabriel yeah. Nussbaum. I was like, let's get rid of my surname. It's too long. Then it was Gabriel on TikTok. I was like, I'm posting some of these on Instagram. I need to get rid of TikTok. <laughs> yep. And then it's now just follow Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. I got to start saying that. I follow. I, 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 I can say that. Follow Tom. Follow Tom. I can follow Tom. Yeah, he follows Tom. You know what it is? I try to say, follow Tom, uh, follow me for more tips for creators. Like, it's a mouthful. But I can trim that down to... Uh, Tom, Tom, learn, Tom for tips. Lo- Tom for tips. Ooh. How's that? Follow Tom for more tips. Follow Tom for more tips. <laughs> Tommy tips. Tommy tips in the house. Follow your boy. <laughs> Don't overthink it. Say whatever yeah, you want yeah, yeah. in the moment. Oh, I'm going to overthink it. Yeah, You know what it is? If you can actually make fun of yourself in the process, like where it's just like, oh, like I get it. But like people kind of look for it at the same time. I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, figure, I'll figure out a flow. So, yo, this is amazing. This has been a, a fantastic conversation. It's, it's so great to finally uh, get to meet in camera here uh, <laughs> um i would love to it would be fun to to uh you know collaborate in the future on a on a tiktok um maybe we'll come up with, with some scripts ideas yeah i think there'd be a fun way to to do a back and forth uh and then also where can where do we want to send people to to go check you out you want to send them to the tiktok what's the full name here how, how do they go follow this content we've been talking about they can go look at at Gabriel.nussbaum. Oh, spelling that's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> N-U-S-S-B-A-U-M. M for mother, not for November. That's the big yes. one at the end. Um, yeah, yeah, go hit me up there. Then you can find me on Instagram through that. You can find my potential YouTube channel coming soon to a, to a screen near you. Is that next? Soon. That's next. Is that what it, Okay, beautiful. That's you next. Can, you can take some of that that uh, brand deal money and reinvest it into editors for the YouTube channel. How about speak, that? You're, you're speaking my language now. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> man. Plan. Yo, th- this has been so fun to connect. Uh, let's keep the conversation going, man. Have a great day.